What is going on, everybody? It's episode 110 of Pop Culture Crisis. My name is Brett. It is a crisis today. Uh, getting started. <laughs> that voice you hear laughing is my co-host. Introduce yourself, please. Hi, it's Mary. I have very chaotic energy today, and you're all going to like it. Yes, there's chaotic energy here. You better uh, like it. We've got a guest host today who's full of chaotic energy. <laughs> Introduce yourself, please. Hello, everyone. Dane Fon here, marketing man extraordinaire. That is what you are. <laughs> and the patron saint of White Boy Summer. This is this is true. It's also Lost Key Monday. God, dude. <laughs> Lost Key Monday, technical issues Monday, yeah, can't there, get a clip up Monday. There, it's one of those days. First of all, um, this is one of those days where all the topics are so good. I, I Because I'm a pessimist at heart, I'm like, it can't go that well because the topics are too good. So I'm going to end up screwing something up. So that'll be, we'll have to wait and see about that. Why Not, are you such a pessimist, Brett? It's, it's who I am. It's, it's Think my, of it as a glass half full uh, that's me most of the time except when it involves me like i'm a, i'm a i'm i'm more uh, optimistic towards other people than i am for myself but we got a bunch of good stuff to talk about and i have to get my energy up that's the other thing is i was like i'm kind of tired we've and been wearing you out emotionally yes. <laughs> mentally uh, physically in every way <laughs> i woke up i woke up a little bit tired and so far i've been basically emotionally um, um beaten down by my by my guests and my i co-host. saw you just laying on the floor hopeless. pleasure to be here yes <laughs> so we got a bunch of stuff we're going to talk about uh, not surprising dr strange news we are going to talk about Pete oh, Pete Davidson. They've got, uh, I, I'm guessing that my co-host and my guest host have more to say on that than I do, but it's creepy news nonetheless. We've got Amber Heard news because it's the gift that keeps on giving. We got Podluck. We got a bunch of other stuff. So if you guys are ready to go, we can just go. Are we ready? Yes, we are ready. We're ready. Yes, we are ready. more than ready. Okay. All right. So then to start, uh, I will say uh, this isn't I told you so. I mean, I think everyone saw this coming, but Dr. Strange banned in China, losing millions. So this is exactly what I expected to happen. I, I did not expect it. I, I was looking it up earlier. They haven't had a Marvel movie in China since Spider-Man uh, Far From Home, which was 2019, I believe. All the, So it's almost like I, I maybe Disney I'm is... I'm so jealous of them. But, uh, <laughs> like... Uh, imagine of, that of china yeah not having to watch marvel movies not being subjected to, to that to marvel trash. movies <laughs> so I, I was i was surprised by this at first but then i realized that a lot of the movies just haven't come out uh, i think no way if i if i remember correctly uh far from home came out after endgame so they got their last big hurrah releasing endgame in china and then haven't had a release there since uh but this is for a unique reason i thought it was going to be for the same reason that it was banned in qatar uh, Saudi Arabia, et cetera, and Egypt, which is because of uh, America Chavez. They make reference to having her having two moms uh, in the movie. I think it adds up to all of 12 seconds of dialogue. Uh, Beloved actress. Uh, right. Well, what I'm going to say here is that Kevin Feige is clearly putting his money where his mouth is. He's not removing it. Uh, I give Disney crap every time that they do this when they, when they uh, edit out Finn uh, or John Boyega's character from Star Wars when they uh, minimize Black Panther in his own movie for the sake of the Chinese box office. So at the very least, I can't say Kevin Feige's not uh, sticking to what he said he was going to okay, do. Okay, but of all things to be principled about. 12 seconds of time. Uh, yeah, like, I, I feel bad for, like, I don't know if I... Oh, I 
uh, feeling bad is a huge uh, over exaggeration. But I don't know how much of like the the actors or the directors or the producers' profit margin comes from you know the total amount made. You know, a lot of them they make back end money by how much the movie does overall. Uh, so they're they're sacrificing that with the, by not taking out the twelve seconds of dialogue. But what they're saying is that Disney believes the message is more important than the film or than than getting the film seen by everyone that they want to. So it says just but this is what's funny this is not for that reason this is for a completely different reason uh for disney in in china in this release and says just as i said last week now the trades are playing catch up as it's reported that dr strange and the multiverse of madness will likely not get a release in china which means that the marvel flick will lose out on millions of dollars and they the reason is because there is a a, a reference to epoch times which is in a magazine here in america that is very um anti-ccp right so uh they talk about it here it says deadline reports that the following local online backlash now this is not the government this is chinese citizens where the backlash is coming from normally you see the backlash coming from the government side of things they have their issues with it but this is from the citizens it says uh, the backlash in china regards to a scene where a newspaper kiosk bears the chinese characters for the epoch times an international multi-language newspaper and media company that opposes the chinese communist party dr strange in the multiverse of madness will probably not get released in china it's just Why because do you it's think on the they stands? added that I mean, it's very clearly intentional. That's Why what, would they do that? I'm kind of fascinated. I would let you know. The, one thing you see when they make these movies is they pay a lot of attention to minutiae and <clears throat> details uh, because that's where a lot of the like the the deepest cuts for Easter eggs come from. The ones that only like real comic book nerds would get. Like I don't get three fourths of them. Uh, I can get the first layer of them, but there's stuff that's so deep from the lore that I don't get it. And so they pay very close attention to every single item Continuity. That, that ends up in frame in one of these shots. So it says it is noted that the flick is submitted to has been submitted to the Chinese authorities for review, and that a release has not yet been nixed or approved. So there is still a chance for a Chinese release date, but then again, it's said that the local Chinese citizens have been doing a frame-by-frame -frame analysis uh, of the scene in question, and it's causing an uproar, and they have the picture of it. I have it here on the, the Bounding Into Comics version of the article. So if you look down here uh, where the yellow cab is, uh, and you see that yellow mailbox there, yeah. uh, that's the one that they're talking about there. Wow, it sees as uh, at scene at 25 seconds into the minute-long clip above of the Epoch Times signature yellow distribution boxes can be seen sitting on the street next to Dr. Strange as he moves to rescue America Chavez from the interdimensional entity's clutches. What's funny here is like you would normally think that if they're putting that paper stand there it would be pandering to China not away from China. Is this a case where like they just don't know the difference? They, they don't understand that the Epoch Times is very critical of uh, of their political regime. There's there? no way they wouldn't know that. I you feel would like think. maybe Falun Gong, uh, the, the movement associated with this publication, has more influence than we know. I had to look that up. I didn't know what Falun Gong was. I, I did know because they do the Shen Yun uh, dancing troupe, which is... Uh, it's at least speculated to be an abusive cult. <laughs> I don't know anything in detail about it, but but they, they talk about how the that uh, Falun Gong like uh, initially had support in China and then that fell off in like the '90s or whatever. 
Yeah, but, so uh, it is ironic that it's just like Americans yes. who are in support of it now. It says, though brief, this cameo likely incidental and completely accidental given Disney's propensity for doing business with the communist country, not only made waves on local, <clears throat> new, on local news social media, but also deemed enough of an insult to, pr- to prompt Chinese state-run news outlets, the Global Times, to run an op-ed declaring insulting China? No, Doctor Strange 2 is shaming us and Hollywood. So, I mean, I disagree. I don't know how unintentional something like this could be. If it's just like, there's no way they didn't have like somebody who spoke the language or understood what that meant for the paper. Man, I, but it's like what were they hoping to get away with that's what i'm saying is it like I, an is it like their like middle finger to them like they were hoping to sneak a middle finger in there because they've had their last so. few fi- films banned i think it's a mistake you think it's so you think that How disney just overlooked be a mistake? it but look at the framing it's like on the left hand side it's like very little yeah but that, okay this is a new this is a set dude nothing that's on that street there is by accident that's right. not it's a random very... That's put meticulously there. Have you ever arranged. Seen, have you ever seen like the like when they do sets like back alleys that are supposed to be streets, <laughs> and there's scenes in like the bonus footage of movies where they'll just pick up the the um, parking meters and walk away with them. That's a that's that's a likely a set object. That's not. They never uh, shoot on site. Uh, no, they do, but they have to bring in. They have to do set dressing. They still have to mm. bring everything onto the set. And if they did see something, I mean, like when you film like a show in America, right? And it's supposed to, and supposedly it's taking place in another country. There's a whole department that's job is to make sure that signage is correct. So, like license plates are that of whatever country you're supposed to be in. The signs that say "walk," uh, you know, left hand street, walk this way, is in the language of whatever location you're being in. Mm-hmm. And a production company as big as Marvel and Disney isn't going to just miss details like I mean, this. HBO did. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> Good. Uh, he's Famously. referring, of course, to Game of Thrones and the the infamous Starbucks coffee cup that ended up very magically in, in a Game of Thrones That's episode. Hilarious. Yeah, these people, <laughs> these continuity people, like they're not what they used to be. Like. <laughs> So it says, um, so this is about their op-ed. It says, anti-China forces outside China who take pleasure in offending China, especially the supporters of the Falun Gong cult, are extremely thrilled by the appearance of such Falun Gong nods in such a Hollywood blockbuster, proudly stating that Dr. Strange is insulting China, wrote the paper from the perspective of an individual by the pseudonym of Frank Bro. He's kind of, he's probably related to Joe Schmo 32. Uh, however, in, in my opinion, showing the elements of the cult banned by twenty uh, by China twenty years ago and its mouthpiece is not an insult to China. Instead, it is putting the U.S. and Hollywood to shame. They added, founded by the late nineteen nineties cult nineties uh, cult leader, the Falun Gong defines itself as less uh, wait itself less as a religion and more of a self proclaimed spiritual movement, similar to what we were talking about yesterday. With are there relations to or is there similarities to that in, in Scientology? I, I don't think it has a religious character. I think it's mostly political and about okay. like intellectual freedoms. Okay, it says promoting a Buddhism-based belief in ascending to higher levels of understanding through such practices as meditation, physical exercise, and the abandonment of various earthly desires. However, in stark contrast to many such movements, Falun Gong does not ask its pract- uh, practitioners to cut ties to society or the concepts of love and marriage. So this, I, I don't know if I buy that this is not intentional. Like, uh, I don't know what the purpose of it was. I'm not pretending to know why they would put that in there, given that Disney and all of these production companies have spent so much of their lie uh, of the last few years, you know, pandering to that specific marketplace to make a ton of money. But China is approving less and less movies every year, focusing much more heavily. I mean, their own movies do 
fantastic over there. They make billions of dollars off their own movies. Uh, what is it, Lake Chagrin or Chagrin or something like that? Made like a gazillion dollars like in the last couple of years. And there's increasingly fewer and fewer returns on American movies released there because they keep 75% of the box office. The country automatically, you don't like, here it's like 60, 40 theaters and studio. There, China keeps 75% of every movie that comes in. So you're getting even less upon return just by doing business there. So I don't know why they continue to market, to pander there. Maybe they thought it would get nixed anyways because they knew ahead of time they weren't going to remove the stuff about America Chavez, so they just included it. I mean, that's that's just me. That's like putting a lot of intent behind their words, but I don't know what else they would, why else they would do that. Uh, if it was, and remember in the first Dr. Strange movie, they included a, uh, they had the ancient one in there, which they had to change. It was p- played by Tilda Swinton. And that character in the comics is, uh, is from Nepal or I'm sorry, from Tibet. Not from, it's, it's from Tibet. And China said, Nope, we're not allowing you to have a, wow. a, and they, and they cut it and they, or they changed it to, you know, to please Chinese censors. Mm-hmm. So uh, China clearly still has a huge amount of influence there. And if you look at this, what they wanted to do to Spider-Man No Way Home, they wanted to, they wanted to cut out the Statue of Liberty from Spider-Man No Way Home, which I'm glad Disney, uh, you know, I'm no fan of Disney, but I'm glad that they, I, I know. I, I feel favorable to this i i feel like it's up to their discretion and i i think they don't like the idea of liberty over there i think it's on several fronts here's the thing hollywood is trying to like swing its weight and uh act like they're gonna own global entertainment but here's the fact like if entertainment is gonna be global it's gonna have to accommodate global sensibilities Which and is, other value systems not just ours and they're in for a rude awakening if yeah. they think they're going to be able to throw their weight or whether yeah, like, we whatever this your project opinion is of like making everything globalized is not going as planned nope. and i'm glad that it's blowing up in their faces a little bit politics aside it's a wild request because it was such an important you- part of that last scene how would you even begin editing that? They wouldn't be able to. So they said, they said, yeah, that's yeah. not going to happen. How would you that's even like, begin? Like you would have to do like a green screen background. Like, well, the whole thing is gr- done green screen. I know, but so like they'd have to start from scratch. The, yeah. You, 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 it would have to be a whole different choreography. Everything has to do with like them climbing on it. And, and I think Mary's right that like, this is what they're learning is that America for decades has exported our entertainment to the world, but that's been on our own terms, meaning that mm-hmm. we export what we want. Cause we are, whether the world likes it or not, you're still like, they are still importers of our culture when it comes to movies and entertainment and music, right? Very uh, far less of uh, entertainment is imported here outside of what anime uh k-pop has had its has had (laughs) k-pop has had its day but in general america exports its entertainment and its celebrities to other countries but we did it we always did it with the understanding that they were hopefully exporting whatever uh part of america their american value system they believed in not a homogenized global value system that didn't really work when you try to put it everywhere and tell other people they don't have a choice in whether they take it in or not mm-hmm. so uh for us we would be better off focusing on just doing what we want to do and what makes america great and then export it rather than trying to please everyone and finding out that when you do that you really can't please anyone because it's going to annoy people here it's going to annoy people here that uh, when they when they bend the knee it's going to annoy people here on the other side when they don't bend the knee it's like you literally make everyone unhappy wow. when you do this i mean american culture sort of has this impulse to 
force our values yes. onto the rest of the world. And uh, if we're going to try to sell something to a culture that is so different from ours, we can't expect that to always work out. Like it hasn't been working yeah, for Disney clearly, at all. Clearly, is not. And and, and I, found... I I can't fault another culture for not taking kindly to being mocked or just having their own uh like i said we don't know for sure whether that was their intention but it's understandable it's no way highly yeah. likely yeah. that it, that was planned no way their intention these people only thinks money think, uh, think about yeah cash money but they have made some financial calculations <laughs> with certainty maybe they calculated how long it, it would take for the editing team to do that absolute miracle of an edit maybe they were calculating like i mean it wasn't would they break deadlines to do such an edit yeah. like so many things get calculated and like this was i'm certain like profit oriented but if they no what i'm saying is that if they went into this if kevin feige laid the hammer down early in production said we're not making these changes we are keeping true to the america chavez character no matter what the global market says he knows instantly he's going to lose markets He's going to lose Saudi Arabia. He's likely going to lose China. He's going to lose Qatar. He's going to lose uh, Egypt. So if he knows he's going to lose China because he's not going to cut out the America Chavez part, I don't know how petty he is, but maybe he throws that in there because he's like, and F you. But then it's like, is releasing a movie, uh, if, okay, if releasing your movie is no longer about making as much money off of it as possible, and it's actually about your principles, yeah. then articulate what those principles are other than just like woke messaging that you're kind of throwing in there yep. haphazardly in the most obscure way possible so that everybody overlooks it. It, it did remind me about how Benedict Cumberbatch was like at one point, he's like, I didn't want to take on the Doctor Strange character because of sexist uh, tropes in yeah. the past because he's yeah, like- Yeah, right, dude. Yeah, like they, like they, you gave it a second thought. The, the, well, I don't know. I don't doubt that he did give it a second thought, but then he saw the paycheck and he's like, yeah. I can put up with a couple of sexist tropes. He's saying that like it's- portrayed favorably yes like does anyone understand how narrative storytelling works well, they, <laughs> anymore? They, they think well these are the same people that think that just by talking to someone you disagree with you're endorsing everything that they believe in which is obviously if you're a grown adult with an it's iq like over 25 the mindset that makes someone put in their twitter bio rt does not equal endorsement like we knew that already y exactly <laughs> that's it's baby brain thinking to Literally. assume that you did just by uh, like having a bad guy in a movie means you're endorsing bad guy behavior. And I think a lot of that comes down to, in a culture, we do kind of, we have this reverence now for like anti-heroes and bad guys, where people talk a lot about the Joker, they don't talk as much about Batman when they're involved together. And that comes from a hero worship where people learn or have kind of sort of disconnected from reality. And they don't realize that you're not endorsing what this person does, you're just saying it's a good story. We are right. just babies getting fed That's baby mush. Oh, go ahead. I believe this story is going to develop, and like as the months go by, like we'll learn while we're, where they're taking scenes away. Yeah. Like, well, and this movie comes out on Thursday, so it's like it's not getting a China. I, I can almost guarantee it won't get the China release, especially since they're not. It's too late to make edits now. But then also, this is not the end of their bad news. They had leaks come out, and guys, if you're watching so far, if you want to skip uh, the rest of this segment, that is fine. But we're going to talk about uh, Kevin Feige is not happy with leaks that have come out recently. Basically, the idea is that John Krasinski. Uh, they leaked footage of John. Krasinski Krasinski as Reed Richards uh, from the Fantastic uh, playing mm. a character. I don't know. It's not going to be the Fantastic Four directly, but basically him. Um, How many times does that series have to flop for people to understand? No one 
cares. No, people love the Fantastic Four when it's done well. It's cool. just, it hasn't been done well in a very long time. Love to meet them. Um, so it says, uh, basically they have this image here, and it says uh, they, they did the Photoshopped one at the bottom that was clearly taken from his Jack Ryan portrayal, but uh, it says they're talking about how they have him in this, and then also, uh, what was it, other people, it's uh, Black Bolt and um, Captain, what's her name? I forget. Down at the bottom. Uh, oh yeah, so they've got Wanda. It's also gonna have Patrick Stewart as Professor X. So it's like all these leaks came out, and Kevin Feige basically said he's like, uh, they have to make the movie so good that if this leaks, it's still a good movie, uh, and that's what you want. You ideally you don't want this stuff to come out, but a lot of times that many people involved in a project, somebody snaps a picture, somebody gets an image from a, behind a monitor. You're not really you don't have a way around it. So the idea is like you can spoil this, and the movie should still be good. You know me, I'm Tinfoil Dane. I never think these things happen by accident. If, if, uh, well, Doctor Strange has projected at over $200 million box office for the first week, so it's not like they needed the extra boost in attention. If anything, I feel like it hurts it, but that's, that remains to be seen. So we'll see where this goes, but I'm not sure if I, if I buy that the, uh, the mailbox or the, the, uh, post office box with the, the newspaper box was an accident, but we'll see where that goes. You don't think it was, do you think it was an accident? It may have been you, like what if the guy the cinematographer on set didn't know anything about well that's what i'm language. saying like there should have been somebody on set to be like look that's yeah. not you shoulda know, coulda woulda right yeah what well, i'm just saying i don't know how uh for people that put as much detail into meticulously planning their easter eggs and when set de uh when set design is as important it is for those types of productions i'm not sure if i buy that it was an accident right with I mean, as high profile as shen yun and falun gong and epoch times are yeah. there's i just think there's no way yeah. so we will we will see where that goes but we are going to see it on thursday yes, we, we are, are we are going to see it and we will have a review up for you guys then so uh pete davidson oh my god let's get into it let's get into it pete davidson because i've been dying to talk about uh, it. i knew you guys would love to talk about this one <laughs> this uh the, the, on the surface <laughs> i thought there wasn't much here originally and then i i waited like 0.2 seconds and then I was like, no, that's really creepy. Uh, so it says Pete Davidson debuts tattoo seemingly dedicated to Kim Kardashian's kids. Um, that's weird. That's you're not married. You're not their stepfather. You are not a long term stand-in parent. Even if, even if they got married and he was their stepfather, that's still hella weird. Like they are not related to you. And also, he can I remind everyone that he met these children for the first time what like two weeks ago? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, it, it, and it, also the first time he met them, he had I think he had like North sitting in his lap. This eight year old girl who literally just met this man. Yeah, it's weird. Excuse me, that's <clears throat> low key like predatory behavior. So it says Pete Davidson has once again proved his commitment to Kim Kardashian in the form of ink. He also tattooed her name on his body, like Obviously, right here. He'll do and everything. also, my girl is a lawyer. Yeah, so it feels uh -huh. very he failed Hillary the bar exam yeah. uh to me it feels like uh it's a dig at kanye not a it's a anti-kanye tattoo not a pro kim tattoo i saw a tweet that said they're trying to out manic each other yeah and it's, it's like, so true tattooing yourself to own kanye that's yeah tattooing kanye you're tattooing like, what do you, got, you can kanye? never be Genius. him you can never be the man that kanye is yep. or the artist that he is you can you're never be the stand. father of his children and this is just a disgrace. I'm disgusted. So it says the Saturday Night Live star was photographed leaving the, Fon the Fonda Theater in Los Angeles over the weekend with a new tattoo on his neck that <laughs> appears to read KNSCP, which is obviously Kim North 
uh, Saint uh, Chicago and Psalm. Chicago and Psalm. Um, which is fair. I, there should be like a, we should have a conspiracy theory about what that stands for. And it's a bunch of other stuff. Psalm West. Yeah. He'll come up with some kind of yep. excuse. Fans on social media speculated that K stands for Kim. Then they go through it. Uh, it says page six has reached out to reps of Davidson and, Co- and Kim Kardashian for, for comment. Obviously they won't have anything to say, but it it's on his neck too. It's like, it feels he, blatant. Don't even act like he wore a low neck shirt mm. on accident. He was waiting for somebody to take a picture of that. So do you think uh, he's doing this to play mind games with Kanye? Yeah, he's that crazy. And like, I'm not even saying that, like, if you have mental illness, you're a bad person. No, Pete is just happens to be mentally ill and he's a bad person at the same time. Well, is that is that true? Is he I mean, I don't is he yeah, diagnosed? It's, as... He has literally talked about it uh, okay. publicly that he like has borderline personality disorder. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I, like, I that. Um, okay. so I think I, heard. I yeah, that would be a power couple if I ever saw one. Yep. Um, but like, this is so intentional. That like, this gonna is such stink. a psychological game for him. And I think Kim is like taking advantage of the fact that he's looking for any crumb of validation in his masculinity or any type of feeling that he has power mm-hmm. or influence over Kanye. Yep. And it, it just makes him feel more valued by her, but she is really the evil. So you think she's doing this. that to keep him attached? Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, she's just using Pete as a pawn to just keep backstabbing kanye it's next level petty like it's it's wild it's beyond petty it's just evil that's like like that is the father of your four children and also i i don't mean to be like concern trolling but literally like think of the children like they're real people uh i mean i can't imagine what they're gonna make of this when they're old enough to actually you know think about yeah what was happening to their family what is Jake the fight? They got to fight. They got to fight for the kids. They should they should just fight for. Well, no. That's what I'm saying. Like this is the only honest way to settle yeah, this. Yeah, they they need to see their man beat the hell out of and, some random ass dude. And Con- and to Kanye's credit, he is handling this for for having his freak out a couple months Any ago. Insane father would yeah, be yeah. outraged by this. Yes, regardless likely, of your mental state. He is likely very angry, but he's being he's smartly being angry in private for now. Yeah. Uh, but I can't imagine what he's going through. Like what, what some like that would be an extremely disturbing thing to see somebody do. It's right. like, and, and given, uh, I don't know who has more custody of the kids, Kim or Kanye, but that means that Pete's probably around them more than Kanye would like him to be. What kind of, me- what kind of connection can you form with like a child for two weeks? It's yeah. so you know, creepy like, and predatory. I know they're on like essentially the same mental level, but like beyond <laughs> that, like seriously, like what, what do they have to talk about each other? Well, it's something like if he did this like two, three years into a relationship, maybe it's it's. I'm not saying it's not still Even weird, then, but, but but this they he met them two yep. weeks, two weeks ago, ago for the first time. And kids aren't dumb, dude. Like kids know what's going on. All like, right. Also, the kids know this is a play. Especially I, I'm an eight-year-old girl. Yeah. Like, I I'm like so grossed out. Do you want to know what the part about it was Gross. that that seemed the most predatory, weird, and off-putting to me was how little effort got put into it. Like, it's yeah. not like it's a beautifully done piece. It's just kind of done as an afterthought, as an F you yeah. to Kanye. Like, he did it on a whim. Like, do you... I, I'm, I'm thinking, like, did Kim know that he was going to do this? I would love to know whether she did actually... Did she encourage us? At yeah. the very least, she is allowing this, and that's a crime enough. I, it's just... She like, knew. Gross. You think she knew? Oh, yeah, yeah. dude. Like, She's, like, encouraging his erratic insane behavior that yep. girl controls everything around her and like i i i'm my estimation is like her best friend is her public relations agent and they are 
non-stop 24 7 on the phone how can i be on the press yeah like 24 7 so and he's that too like so much of the conversation of these two is not the substance but the things they're doing yeah constantly constantly when kanye gets brought up his music becomes a part of it and a lot of it which is more about his, who he actually is and like his profession people talk about his growth as an artist people talk about like yeah. his mentality his takes like yeah. None of this conversation is ever about these two. These two is always like what they're wearing, what they're saying, what they're doing, who they're beefing with. I also found this from the other day. It says fans aren't buying Kim Kardashian's proof that she didn't Photoshop Pete Davidson's jawline in her Instagram pictures. At the very least, it was his nose. Yes. Like his nose does not look like that. She made him look like a little Ken doll. Uh, and just as fans began discussing the apparent editing fail online, Kim deleted the photo from her Instagram carousel altogether. It's time for them to hire. Like she's got the money. Hire a like the world's best photoshop artist and just keep him on retainer to travel yeah. with you uh in fact kim usually lies low and ignores the buzz around her instagram pictures either quietly deleting one that appears to have been heavily edited or steering clear the, of the topic entirely she's very good at steering the narrative where she wants it to go usually so it says, but this week, the beauty mogul certainly didn't hold back as she addressed a series of different claims head on. Uh, first, so they talk about the belly button one. The belly button. Dane, did you talk belly about the Belly button gate. The, yeah, belly gate. <laughs> uh, basically, like, there's a photo of her and they're like, where is her belly button? Where did her belly button go? No, this is the most Photoshop woman of all time. Yep. Like, we've... you. Like, I don't think... What if she struck a brand deal with Adobe? <laughs> that, oh and it's my crazy God. because she doesn't even need it. She didn't even need to go under the knife all of these times. She doesn't need to edit herself. Like, she's well, a naturally beautiful woman. Even now. even even and makes herself Fox. look like this sexless alien. So yeah. was Megan Fox. Megan Fox was... Why are they all morphing into the same person? Mm. It's just unsexy. They just get like, dude. I they don't get, even care about the ethics of it. You look bad. They get an agent, and the agent is like, "This is the it girl now, and the only way to become the it girl is like literally transforming into her." It's like Kim hopped online again with another sassy statement. This time, reposting a screenshot of a page six headline that read, "Kim Kardashian appears to Photoshop Pete Davidson's nose and jawline." Hmm, Kim wrote on top. I guess Pete's jawline is snatched. <laughs> snatched to the point you guys thought I photoshopped it. One guy he's uh one pick he's so laughing cringy. in mid combo. Yeah. Uh she added, Ew. wait till I wait di wait, did I add a grainy filter though before going as far as to share the full live photo footage in its entirety? How do you photoshop a live photo? Asking for a friend. Uh you don't photoshop a live photo, you photoshop a screenshot. She is so she is cringing me out. Like, girl, your age is showing dude oh my god i was about to say that we're vibing so hard right now dude you are 40 something she's like, 40 she's like 42 or 30 whatever it rounds out yeah okay it rounds out you are a dude. mother and like a mogul is this you've reduced yourself to words that cannot be expressed in this family friendly show <laughs> Can I can I ask a question then? Does do, uh, somebody like Megan? How many kids does Megan Fox have? Three, three. three. Uh, Kim has four. Uh, does their behavior, uh, kind of the protracted adolescence in a way, uh, does that hurt the idea of motherhood for our society? Like, is it is it damaging? Is it giving mothers an unrealistic expectation of what life's going to be like uh, after they become mothers? We always talk about unrealistic body image, unrealistic expectations as far as things like that. Do, does seeing someone like her and Megan Fox who have kids acting... Just degrade themselves? Degrade themselves and, and act like teenage no. girls? Does, is that bad for the... Uh, like, is that hurting future generations in their idea of motherhood? I don't think this is... Like, when I don't think 
I don't when I think of a mother, I don't think of Kim Kardashian. You know, she in a way she's just like rejecting everything about uh, all the beautiful sides, uh, yeah, the most like, beautiful parts of I used motherhood. I think maybe the Kardashian Jenner family is a little bit like counterculturally pro family because they are like so enthusiastic about like having children and you know maybe mm-hmm. even if they're getting married multiple times they do care about marriage enough to to, to keep try. trying all- <laughs> and but no they it, it's really they're all in these embarrassing midlife crises yeah. because they find it so undignified to settle down they're and- updating their product line that's all they're doing uh-huh. it's like the latest uh, version of accessory. kardashian are yeah, any like of a the person men is an, ex- uh, an accessory to her life are any of the men like a prototypical stable adult male that's not like an entertainment yeah no i, I don't not think really so. i got not to say that those guys aren't doing well for themselves but it's not what you think of when you think of a strong family unit that no, type and of. i clearly you are not allowed to like be male in their family that, at all yeah you said that before why like, uh, why do you think that is i i have no idea what kind of psychological dynamic they've got going on but clearly, like, if you are a man, you are going to be ousted from this family. And uh, maybe Mason Disick will have some things to some hot takes to dish out on what that's like he will, later on in he, life. He ends up being like the, the one who breaks the trend. Like, I hope you know, so. Yeah. I, I think he he's funny and he just uh, has a special insight tell into Dane, how crazy they are. Tell Dane about Mason. Yeah. Disick. Yeah. So he he was rumored to have started uh, an anonymous TikTok and Instagram page that exposes all of the tea on his own family, except for suspiciously not about his mom or anything regarding his mother, only everyone else. Why not the mom? Because he doesn't want to expose his own mom. He wants to expose all the rest of them because he has like beef with them. He he was saying things that were like oddly precocious in tone, but with assumptions that only a kid would make. If they like, were written by an adult, it was expertly written by right. an adult to come off as a kid. Right, yeah. So like... Kim, you're like paying Instagram to to keep banning my accounts. I'm going to give you a reason to ban them. And it it was really interesting. I feel like one day Mason Disick is like going to write a tell all. Oh, the, mm. the family's going to have to buy him out. Like when he when, when he comes of age, he, he could get any number of offers to write like a, a tell all book about yeah, the family. He's, he's 12 right now. But when he was 10, he had an Instagram account that they eventually shut down because wow. he went on instagram live and started like saying things he was not supposed to say I bet. he's just so sick of it dude like yeah he said i'm tired of not being able to say anything yep so we'll see where that goes but i i definitely think that in this case getting that tattoo is just really really weird like that's, that, that's that's messed up it's just because they're like it's they're saying it's tattooing kim kardashian's kids names and they're like they're Kanye's kids too and that's a problem like uh, when you've only known them for a month uh, or a couple of weeks and you don't really have a tight you know close relationship with them it's just very suspicious to me mm-hmm. I mean so. you never really know what's happening but even even if it's you know the most loving supportive you know environment yep. I still think it's such a low I don't care if quality this man is a movie. walking saint that's you've known saying. like the children for two weeks right yeah yep stay like just back off back off yeah like uh, how about like don't stay rush in your lane <laughs> don't rush into things uh amber heard amber heard uh, believe it or not we have amber heard stuff to talk about can you imagine a day without amber heard We're all news? shocked uh <laughs> i uh, imagine my shock uh amber heard fires her pr team days ahead of testifying at libel trial so things aren't going well 
for her at least i don't you know we're not lawyers here uh, i don't know anything about the legal system but i do know what the court of public opinion is and the court of public opinion is very very firmly in johnny depp's camp which by the way i have my own oh my god i am still suspicious of anybody who can charm the pants off of an entire uh nation that quickly i i do think that she's the, in oh the wrong god. here but i'm just saying nobody's always blameless nobody's blameless but, but she is very clearly just kind of evil but he is yeah. giving the performance of a life and that's all you can ask from them for real dude what if they made like a like a like a like a, you know how they make like true crime like if they make a true crime documentary and he wins for true crime documentary best actor in a documentary is that possible i don't think it's well a thing. there's no such right. thing as reality yeah. anymore so nope. the judge is smitten by him <laughs> the judge is smitten. who wouldn't be his lawyer is like smitten like the her lawyer is smitten everyone Fact. is yep. absolutely losing it like the judge like every five words has to be like listen you can't laugh after everything he says this is a court of law yes but then uh, she's like don't worry honey keep going like <laughs> he is giving like an uh, like meryl streep eat your heart out right I think the biggest rivalry in history is Dane Font versus Meryl, Meryl Streep. Yeah. My arch nemesis. <laughs> arch nemesis. I, I do think it's uh, she should have been suspiciously worried when she, she found a lawyer with the last name Rottenborn, which just yeah, feels like Yeah, that's not a, a trustworthy My name. thing is like, there's... Feels like a bad omen. Yeah. There's so many good actresses, and this lady needs all the credentials. Yes. Like, every single Oscar in history goes to her for some reason. He's talking about Meryl Streep. I am not Amber Heard constantly. No, clearly not. Uh, <laughs> Some other awards for that one. Uh, yes, she's. Uh, she's. What did you say earlier? She's worth ruining your life for. <laughs> I mean, I, I can relate. <laughs> like, I think you said that, I, Brett. I said that oh, yesterday. Yeah. But oh my god, you gaslit me! Yeah. You're trying to pin it oh on him. No, you said it to me today, and I said it yesterday. I said, did I, Brett? Yes, you did. This morning. We're rewriting history. We're going to look at the message later. We'll, we'll figure it out. But I'm just saying there's certain photos you see of her and you're like, might be kind of worth it. And then you read about all the stuff she done. Like, okay, probably You got to ask yourself why he stayed. Yes. That, that can't not be one of the Have reasons. you guys heard audio? Dude, the best audio I heard from the trial is that she would be like, I want couch. <laughs> I want couch. And it's like, what, th what this means totally for her is like, I want to sit on the couch and talk it out. And he and he's like, okay, okay, I'll give you couch. And yeah. she's like, I want you to want couch. I want couch. Like it's, he's phenomenal. like, I don't want. He's like, I don't want couch. What? This is a ten in the hot crazy scale. Yeah. And like potentially a record-breaking <laughs> 11. So it says, embattled actress Amber Heard uh, appears to be hoping that a new PR team will help ease a lot of the negative attention she has been getting in the press in recent weeks. It ain't going to happen. I can save her. Currently, Dane... Uh, no, I've been saying, okay, the tide is shifting. She's feeling the pressure. Yep. If she just fired her whole PR team, she is looking to hire somebody else. Well, I have the perfect recommendation for you to hire amber heard He's which i know you listen to this podcast don't yes, act like you absolutely know. who doesn't i'm calling you out girl i dane, know that you watch dane is dane we have one for you dane He's the perfect lead and he he will he'll cost a lot but space daddy he can knows pay how for to spin it a yeah. freaking narrative better than you amber space daddy will Allegedly. pay for it yes uh space daddy will pay for dane to be uh yes. amber's pr person those are the big bucks <laughs> <laughs> currently heard is in the midst of a trial with ex-husband johnny depp with the former spouse suing her for 50 million dollars that Woo! is a 
That is a lot of Aquaman time to make $50 million. On the stand, Depp to- uh, talked, spoke about the different times he was allegedly abused by Heard. This includes the Aquaman 2 actress allegedly tossing a vodka bottle at him, which shattered against his hand and severed uh, one of the tips of his fingers. Uh, another wow. outlandish moment was the tr- of the trial was when Depp claimed Heard defecated in his bed. Uh, but remember, it was just it was a, a practical ba- joke. She's just such a jokester. She, like, the, the <laughs> last She's like thing- a class clown. You guys want to hear my spin? What yes. I would give it? Yeah. What's the spin? Hey, you get this one for free, Amber. The rest <laughs> you gotta pay for. Freebie. Listen, we're going for a mental health angle. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, genius. We're, we're going for. <clears throat> uh, she should have been doing that from the beginning. Uh, if she was, if she was, um, kind Desperate. of soulless enough to try and use spousal abuse as like a narrative when she wrote the initial article she's not above using mental illness uh as a crutch uh which is evil but she's not above it my sweet summer child here's how you're wrong my client was an actress of renown but clearly not at the s tier level that johnny Depp was however she wanted to work on her craft and who better that with johnny Depp? They were in a movie together. They were collaborating on scenes, and he took advantage of her. Frankly, ah, he's much older than she is. He used his power as the leading man of the project to take advantage of her. Correct. You that's know, what that's what she, he should have said. She's just trying to get some scenes in. She's trying to get some practice in. The guy just wants to practice the romantic scenes, if you know what I mean. Mm. And then the movie yeah. ends, and you know she's smitten, and the journey. He's taking this poor sweet angel has been this legal profound. adult human mm. with complete and you know, total bodily, you know, bodily autonomy and agency. He's taking advantage of her. I mean, sources say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it says You're changing uh, my mind already, yes. Dane. I know. Amber Heard's new PR team may be fighting an uphill battle. That is for sure. Of yeah. course, changing public perception about a celebrity in such a dramatic way is not quite as simple as hiring a new PR firm. Amber Heard is facing an uphill battle as the public perception seems, seems to be heavily swayed in Depp's favor. I don't even know if it's pro-Depp as much as it is anti-Amber. Right. I don't think, like 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 me, I'm still suspicious of Johnny Depp because he's doing such a good job of making yeah. uh, everybody like him so much, which makes me suspicious automatically. But I know for a fact that she is not doing a good job of making herself look very good, mm-hmm. which is even worse. So I don't know if it's that they're so pro-Depp, it's that they're anti-Amber. Uh, it says, uh, to rewrite the history of what happened, uh, it says the PR insiders don't believe it will be easy to rewrite the history of what happened. That's a terrifying thing to phrase in any ways, like at all, which just proves that to them, truth is malleable and it's whatever they can make you believe. But uh, apparently all Johnny Depp did in that relationship was record her. <laughs> well, she recorded him too, but only in a moment when she thought she would you know look good but they were almost all of the ones that were she would do were like incredibly incriminating for her as well she'd be like yeah got you and it's like not really i kind of like the idea that she gets a sponsorship uh, if if kim kardashian gets a sponsorship from adobe uh johnny depp gets a sponsorship from like a camera company or like an audio recording software and amber heard gets like a uh like an adult diaper sponsor oh my god oh no that that would be pretty cool i mean she could be the the, she could be the third co-host of pcc whenever she wants amber girl you can come work here talk to you yes i would love to have her on i understand i relate and i empathize i will simp the whole time i don't care (laughs) i will break my you break your watch. She, my morals. She's like, gonna take a baseball like, bat to I, absolutely I, everything. I, 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 like, I think you're kind of evil, but you're real good looking. 
Listen, real look, good looking there, Amber. If I can put this girl in the <laughs> thumbnails, I'm blowing this podcast up. <laughs> uh, because, like, because of the backlash be against her, to petition to, a, has, to have her removed from Aquaman in the Lost Kingdom has soared in popularity. It is now up to three million signatures. Damn. I do want to point out that as me and Mary have stated thousands of times, there are f- very few things in the world less worth it than like an online petition. Yeah. With less effect they, on real world events. Um, you would than, be better off trying to uh, yeah. air guitar for a live audience. Yeah. Uh, it's not going to work. It's literally a perfect zero. Yes. Like an absolute zero. Like uh, <laughs> how many times the change.org has it influence anything. It'd be funny if they had like a change.org success page and it's just still zero. Like there's just nothing listed there. Like nothing's ever actually changed. I'm sure there's something that, that maybe, maybe it, maybe it, theoretically worked but it says remember the petition pushing for amber heard to be removed from aquaman 2 we reported on some time ago well it's still going on and accepting signatures and now it's back with a vengeance thanks to johnny depp's defamation suit uh that is being televised everywhere i do think it's hilarious how this has become like america's trial like if oj was america's trial of like the 90s this is like for some like and that was like an indictment on like what fame uh, uh, marriage of us. I mean, because it had to do with marriage too. So fame, marriage, uh, race relations played a part Domestic in this. Violence. Domestic violence. This is the 2022 uh, t- yeah. uh, America's trial, and it's just two just drugged out and uh, addicted celebrities being awful to each other. One just happens to be noticeably more the stakes awful. Are, the stakes are definitely lower. Yes, <laughs> but um, I just think like. Karma's a bitch, and here she is. Like, welcome to your flop era, Amber. However, what was, what was not like Aquaman two had that much hype to begin yeah, with. Yeah, who cares? Actually, Aquaman and also they're probably it's, it's doubtful that they're like going to axe her because well, I, like it's not like anybody is actually going to boycott watching this film. We covered it yesterday. Her part in it that they cut her do- that she's theor- that supposedly cut down to only ten minutes of screen time. Uh, in the new Aquaman, and Jason Momoa is a box office draw, and that first Aquaman movie did very like over close to a billion dollars. So that's not that it's not a movie that's not going to make money. Sure. But sure. I don't think people are going to not go see it because they hate her. I think, I think I'd be more likely to see it because I hate her. <laughs> it's Same. more well, interesting. You think you can, like I just want to see if she like breaks character or something. Here's the it's most funny. Im- most important thing. Tomorrow and the next day, we can confirm if Amber Heard is indeed a pop culture crisis fan. Because if she goes for the mental health angle, not only is she a devout pop culture crisis fan, she's a fan of Dane Font. That's that's what, what I would believe. She probably has, like, if she was the female Pete Davidson, she'd have your name tattooed on her neck. Okay. Can we ask her to, like, wear a certain color in court? If <laughs> Amber. Like, Amber, if you're purple. watching, wear purple in court. Purple. Okay? Amber, if you're feeling Dane, wear black. There, that really you win either way. Like she's okay. likely yeah. gonna have something black. What if she wears on. black and purple. Yeah. Oh my god! Then she's really, really <laughs> into Dane. Wow. She she likes him a lot. It says the Change.org petition directed by D- at DC Warner Brothers recently reached two million signatures and has also surpassed that number. It stands at over three million at the time of this writing. Taking Depp's side, the campaign says Amber Heard has been exposed as a domestic abuser by Johnny Depp. So I, I think that is very possible. And then there was all this other thing that said what was it? It said like. Uh, Johnny Depp is feeling like hopeful about his trial. It's like the most generic thing ever, but it says like uh, Johnny Depp reportedly hopeful that he will be vindicated in defamation trial against Amber. And I really do think that if, if his goal was not the money and his goal was to be have his image rehabilitated, he's right on track. Yeah, I don't think he's he's going to get that money back. But yeah, I mean, 
I think even if he Public loses the trial, is definitely in his favor now, and they're going to come to some kind of settlement, and she's definitely not going to win. Even if they don't settle, this is the type of thing where the the publicity in his favor has been so good mm-hmm. that they could wait couple years and then start slowly bringing him back into roles uh, with less and less backlash from the people who have the shorter attention span who just want to be angry for the sake of being angry. Who sued who? He sued her. He sued her. Okay. Then she countered. She counters. She's countersuing him for a hundred million because reasons. Because we want to double it. Yep. I don't know. (laughs) Reasons. It says early on in the trial, the supposed source revealed that Depp was feeling more positive towards the outcome of his Fairfax, Virginia libel suit against Heard than he had uh, than he had in losing his wife beater libel suit uh, against the UK tabloid The Sun, yes. which he lost last year. Uh, so we'll see where this goes, but I, I'm hoping that um, at the very least, I don't think he's going to get fifty million dollars out of her. I don't think she's no, worth fifty million dollars. She doesn't even have it. Nor but does she have the potential to make that much anyway? Yeah, uh, she could have Space Daddy pay for it, but I don't know if uh, if he would do that now. Now that he owns Twitter, I don't know if he can afford do it. Do they even talk anymore? That, who knows, man? That you know, she's uh, he probably like wants to ignore the messages, but he's like, she's just so crazy so fun to talk to her i think space daddy moved on you think you think he's moved on yeah no. i i think he's the type of dude i think he likes chaos enough that he might like having a conversation with her every once in a while even though he knows it's dangerous yeah they catch up over coffee she's <laughs> just throws some hot coffee in his face yeah and he's like i you gotta needed... keep it exciting he probably likes it he's like i needed that i needed i needed Real uh refreshing she, she's the <laughs> one who ends up like kind of bringing him to uh she humbles him a little bit by like shaming him in public that's Nobody creative else. destruction if anything i yeah. can't wait for her to, tomorrow to be wearing purple and black we'll see it's literally real a declaration it's of all love. real she's she is the biggest pop culture crisis fan like, be the funniest thing the, ever our stan our crisis actress that yes. would be her we know you're watching amber <laughs> the the original crisis actor amber <laughs> you're Heard. getting called out right now she has a tough day in trial who does she want wine with? Yeah. You know, she's like, I know they're trashing me, but uh, I love that show. That Dane guy, he's a he's, he's a only dream. an hour away, girl. Like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. They're really close right now. They, mm-hmm. She can come see you, Dane. Listen, for the sake of my own uh, loving relationship, yes. this is all a jokes. <laughs> I am a happily taken man. Yes. Okay. There we go. For the record. There we go. All right. Did you guys know that uh, Meghan Markle is in the news? Meghan Markle? No, uh, no like? because she's a flop. What a delight of a woman. Meghan Markle had her, I like this, kitty cartoon series canceled. First of all, I don't know what a kitty cartoon series is. I'm assuming that's an industry term because I know, you know, obviously there's like Adult Swim. That's, a you know, cartoons for adult. But calling it a kitty cartoon just sounds creepy to me. Weird. That's just Maybe me. Maybe that's just what British people call it. Maybe that's what it is. So <laughs> she have a weird word for everything. This is uh, this is a uh, a further, further um, proof of shift in culture. Uh, you know, that uh, evidence that the culture is shifting in America right now. It says, Meghan Markle's planned kitty cartoon series just got KO'd. Netflix axed the renegade royals expected upcoming... She's not a royal anymore, though, right? Uh, can I have a brief parenthesis? Yes. Um, I'd just like to mention that the culture shift ironically starting to happen after the legendary 100th episode where we were trying to reignite white boy summer continue we're controlling the yeah, narrative i mean now. coincidence they react to us we control uh, apparently the amber heard trial 
apparently we uh, we're controlling the culture without with certainty yes of so course. yeah that, that's marionette a... doll of vibes all on our finger Mouth perfect uh, netflix <laughs> asked uh, the renegade royals expected upcoming animated series because of budget cuts yeah they are uh yeah, slicing right. and dicing wink they're not they're not slicing and dicing as much as warner brothers is right now but they're they're definitely cutting it because they had that two hundred thousand subscriber loss in subscribe uh in uh, subscriber count recently uh the series was supposed to revolve around a 12 year old girl on a journey of self-discovery inspired Ooh, wow. by the legacy of famous women from history i can already see myself riveted okay this is just i find it creepy like why are you why would we want to watch something like that because they're anti-fun it's invading something like i don't even care about that i'm just saying weird. like it doesn't sound fun it doesn't it's sound not engaging. funny it's not fun yep. ah you know that yes it's not funny it's not fun it's not engaging it's <laughs> not something that i would like when i go on netflix i'd be like i want my kid to watch this show not really i i don't see that being something that people would want to watch but I, I guess it's just because Meghan Markle is so immature, she relates to a 12-year-old girl <laughs> on a journey be. of self-discovery. Edutainment <laughs> is all the rage. But Another future ex-girlfriend for Pete Davidson. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that would be iconic, actually. The executive producer of the series, which was being created through Markle and hubby Prince Harry's Archwell Productions, was Elton John's husband, David Furnish. Several other planned animated Netflix series got the kibosh, too. Ooh, good use of kibosh. Uh, given the streaming giant's money woes, yeah, they lost 200 thousand subscribers plus russia like i don't know i feel like the loss was a little overinflated i don't think netflix well, is like struggling in any way and but... i was pointing out i was like you do understand that they have like 250 million yeah. subscribers right like 200 and I mean, they're cracking down on shared accounts which means more people are gonna have to buy them from a business perspective you don't ever want to be losing they should you know uh stagnant growth would be just as bad or would be bad too. losing is definitely like a sign that things aren't going well but in the grand scheme of things in a turbulent time they're bad more than okay yeah bad economy <laughs> uh everything going on losing russia two hundred thousand dollars uh, two hundred thousand subscribers is a lot here but it's not the end of the world we'll have to see where things go now so. they can only have like golden caviar for like five days a week yeah and, and they will uh, only executives get to use the golden toilets uh, in Damn. the executive suites, that's that's the way things. It's really going go. bad there. Uh, I was watching. Or I, I read a couple. Like, there's a couple of Deadline articles in Variety articles that I read, which are like um, they're more industry, like numbers and uh, uh, background based on like what's going on in film. And I usually ignore them because they don't really punch well for this type of talking, or you know, for the stuff we talk about. And they're talking about how like an executive was complaining about how another executive. They said you shouldn't do the Dave Chappelle. Uh, special because it's going to cause strife within the company. I'm like, that was like the last successful comedy special you guys did. Like, they don't even connect why things are going bad. Here's what you do. Here's what you do. You make the content without ever seeing the source material, and then you write 260 scripts of which you That's choose not even that. Ted. Sorry. Uh, well, That's no, Paramount, dog. This is just a genius strategy. Like, you know, like, <laughs> the greats emulate the greats. And then you release a show that's like spiritually and in content nothing like the original source material and you make millions all i'm saying is that you make cuties and you make the that awful cowboy bebop version they made and then they blame dave Chappelle. they clearly have no idea what the hell they're talking about i like, was so happy when that show got canceled the cowboy bebop like yeah 
I don't I don't even like Cowboy Bebop that much, but I know so a lot of Didn't people they all do. Did also do the live action Death Note or yes. was that Hulu? Well, no. Oh, Christ. And they all know in all Whatever that was, Netflix. that was, their it was Netflix. They yeah, also yeah. had the horrible He-Man uh the Masters of the Universe Revelations where they nerf He-Man and there's take a, him up. There's a there's a live action Airbender. Yep. A series in in the works, which is also so Netflix is struggling, so they're tightening their their belt tightening in in Amber's or Amber and Meghan Markle is the all the crazy women they just run together yeah, now they they all kind of <laughs> together and it, when I mentioned cultural shift, the reason that I mentioned that I thought of this off the top of my head was that the Obama uh, uh, Barack right. and Michelle Obama had their Spotify they did not renew their deal with Spotify really? for their uh, yeah their uh, exclusive deal with Spotify this came out last month mm -hmm. uh, where they I also like how all of these like famous thought leaders and you know political figures whether you like it or not the royals are political figures whether you like it or not the obamas are political figures all have production companies now yeah. so it's just so it's sus. such a an indictment of where our media the wheel and, comes down yeah it's like the it's like it's a vehicle for a message and we all know it if it wasn't you wouldn't own a production company uh, so they, yeah, they're they're no longer going to be Spotify exclusive after like after this year, uh, and they said they think they just it just came down to they didn't do they enough. They weren't making enough money because they're flops. They get out of town. Well, I think they said they weren't doing enough content. They weren't making enough episodes to make it worth it for for Spotify to well, pay. Therefore, them not enough money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, and then also, oh, uh, the. Uh, I don't want to talk about that one. I want to talk about Oprah Winfrey. Didn't leave her house for 322 days because of COVID. Because agoraphobia is virtuous. That's, uh, that's what... <laughs> <laughs> being utterly insane and rocking back and forth in the corner of your living room is a virtuous thing to do. She phrases it in here as being sort of like... Um, she, cause, she calls like attention to like disparity in like health care here in America between upper class and lower class. Uh, but... The oh average person gosh. just doesn't have the ability, the money, or is just better. I don't. I don't even know the uh, a polite word for it. It's just better put together to be able to like understand that there's going to be things in the world like what happened with COVID, and just understand that the world goes on and you have to keep living. You I can't. could be wrong, but I think Oprah has better health care than me. Well, no, she, that's what she's talking about. I think her point is that she can afford to not leave her house for 322 days, right. whereas the average person, and, and this is what I talk about when I say that they're disconnected from reality. Well, I think this is just proving that people in the public eye tend to be just socially abnormal, at least. And disconnected from because what the average person likes. if you can like. stay in your house for like a year and not see a single face... And, and brag you, about you it. don't even miss like having any human interaction. You are a sociopath. I'm sure like, the help was there. Well, since <laughs> I don't think she didn't see any people. So let's just it says uh, I didn't leave home for 322 days. Literally did not leave the house. The television icon, age 68, told the Los <clears throat> Angeles Times while discussing her new documentary, The Color of Care, which focuses on racial inequalities in the healthcare system in an interview published Friday, saying that she's been so careful with herself that her own friends make fun of her. Winfrey noted that's, uh, that what surprised her the most about living through the pandemic is how well I was able to adjust to the isolation and not being around other people. Honestly, that's... I would say this is weird, but I think celebrities. It's weird. 
I think celebrities are better suited for that because a lot of the time when you make that much money, when you are that pulled from society, when you're not a regular person anymore, they probably already feel mentally detached from the average person. So becoming physically detached, while different, probably doesn't hit the same as it would okay, for us. Uh, it's, it's one thing if your profession means that you're kind of isolated from other people. Yeah. But she literally just didn't even like feel any type of negative way about it like one close friend said don't you just miss being around other people and i go eh not really uh, and like that that's so weird like i just i'm tired of pretending that these people are just like us exactly that's like, my biggest you're actually ghoulish like yeah. <laughs> get away from me you're so weird the funniest part is like it's always people like her that are like trying to give you advice on raising kids and she doesn't have any kids. seriously like uh, if you're not gonna be normal just ad admit that don't be fake about it and pretend like you're like the rest of us no dude like every uh relationship counselor that i've seen is like professionally single yeah like there's like the perpetually single people are giving people of relationships who are giving their all like advice and it's like why would you ever listen to them it's like why would you ever listen to this person about like socialization you know yeah that's well that's that's pretty common in those industries right that they're not it's like why would you take relationship advice from somebody not in a relationship right, right. uh I, I do think it's funny because we know that like i i looked at a picture i should have pulled it up but the size of her house is like as big as like a town <laughs> not not a town yeah. but you know what i'm saying right so it's like it's not the same Could have been worse it's not the same thing as a person who lives in a one-bedroom apartment send, spending 322 days in their one-bedroom yeah, apartment because they had to and yeah. were right. allowed to work outside of their homes right. so it says uh she talks about how it says i remember at one yeah so it says i was able to be myself in a way that i haven't been able to for years because usually even if i take time for my time off for myself i'm thinking about what the next thing to come is uh, overall, I was able to adjust because I have the ability and really strong sense of being in the present moment and living in this moment without having to worry about the next. That is a gift that only, or not, not a gift, that is a, that is a, a circumstance that you, as somebody of your wealth, stature, uh, and means are privileged enough to do. No, it's like I have worrying, erratic uh, behavior. Here's why that's a good thing. Yes. Like, uh, no. You you can't just not engage in the world. Here's why because I'm you're actually scared. superior for my erratic behavior. And and because because you are have a you have means you have wealth you have status that does not mean that the average person can choose to just not engage with the world because something scary is going on outside. Yeah. Germaphobes just had every single fear that they had of the universe confirmed, and they're gonna be this way forever yeah well and that's the thing like what, whatever your thought is about how people handled covid this is not something that the average person would ever be able to do for financial reasons they just or wouldn't be allowed psychological to. can i tell you something yeah i think a lot of people that had like kind of like median careers where they could work from home and get delivery that's what they did yeah they they just like got delivery, stayed at home, you know, got cat it, food. It made everybody like socially inept. Yeah. Oh, oh you saw, I mean, it, it affected. You just tell now. It affected a lot of, I mean, I'm somebody who like spent most of his time alone anyways, so it didn't really affect me the same way, but I still went out and skated every day during yeah. COVID. It's not like I didn't leave the house. I had to go to the store. I interacted with people, but I didn't, it, it didn't affect my social life because of where I lived. I wasn't around most of my friends a lot of the time. Anyways, that eased up as time went on. People started coming out on weekends to go skate, but in general, it didn't really affect my life, but I still had 
had to go to work. I still had to interact with people at work in the real world. I still had to go to the store to buy groceries and interact with people in the real world. Somebody like me who then the majority of the people I saw in my life were either at work. It's that type of transactional relationship, which either somebody you work with, somebody you go to a store to buy something. It's not like it affected my social life in that way, but I was still getting I was still having real world physical social interaction with people. And even then you saw the worst of what humanity had to offer with the Truly. way people acted uh, in stores at that time. Yeah. So I, I don't know what to say about this other than I don't know what this has to do with. Uh, I mean, they're kind of they're baking it into talking about healthcare, but her her, her situation with healthcare is not the average person's healthcare situation so it's i don't very, know i just really don't want to hear oprah winfrey's opinions about literally anything anymore it says, uh noted <laughs> of the larger toll from the pandemic she continued i don't recognize a country where you've lost nearly a million people and there hasn't been some form of remembering that is significant not an opening of uh, of a speech or mentioning in a state of the union i mean that there hasn't been a communal gathering where there well i don't think you would have wanted a communal gathering yeah. because She's you were just a, saying words at this point. Yeah, like that's that goes against. Like you didn't leave the house for 322 <laughs> days. Now you want a large communal gathering. I don't yeah. understand. Like that. Uh, what does that mean? Uh, there's only been one state of the union since this all started, uh, or like in the last year, right? How been, tone deaf is this? Were a large communal gathering where there is acknowledgement that this has happened to us? Yeah, we know. Yeah. <laughs> like, they was going about the world be like, what's COVID? They, it's you know? performative. Like, that's like, we know because we've lived through it. You have lived through it. We don't need further affirmation that it's happened because we're grown adult, rational people. Literally there is no global. us that I and Oprah Winfrey are both a part of. Yep. Wyman. I think my biggest misconception. <laughs> no. um, She's an alien. I think my biggest misconception before making the film was that it was about the health insurance, uh, that it was about having access financially, and that if you didn't have the money, that you couldn't get the care you needed. Winfrey told the LA Times, "What COVID laid bare is the inequities in so many of other areas of your life also contribute to the majority, the major disparity when it comes to healthcare." Um, no examples. No, she doesn't really explain what she means by that. But maybe we would. Maybe it's a it's a, it's a very ghoulish way of giving you like. So if you want to know what those examples are check out my new documentary the color of care um no way ghoulish. yes that's i'm, I'm guessing that's what she meant that's what she's doing yep god these um, people uh what I, and then yeah so it says oprah winfrey says she literally did not leave the house for 322 days due to covid luckily you don't uh luckily you who don't have to work and can have everything present to you whenever you want and whenever you want them on a silver platter i noticed that the daily list of covid infections uh and deaths among the cities around me uh, the infection and death rate are the highest amongst the poor cities and the wealthier cities have the consistently have the lower, if not the lowest infection and death numbers. I, th I thought that was more due to population density. This was all a shill for her documentary. Yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was, uh, it was about her documentary. Wow. Yep. It's very beautiful. It was very cleverly handled wow. too. Was it not? I feel like I just got hoodwinked from yep. the beginning to end of this article. Also, I had one more thing I wanted to cover and that is, um, you're not allowed to make anything ever again unless it has happened to you exactly as you it, you literally cannot you can imagination is now banned noted you're not allowed to have an imagination you're not allowed to tell stories anymore unless you live that story exactly as it happened do you understand so unless you had multiple personality disorder you cannot and, uh sedated people with a chloroform rag and then brought them into a, a, your personal dungeon and dressed up as different personalities that you have 
torturing them psychologically. Yeah. You cannot make a movie about it. I'm that. glad you understand. You can't do that. It's a, it's against the rules now. It says M. Night Just clarifying. Yep. So if you guys want to know what we're talking about, it says a petition for Netflix to remove Split now has thousands of signatures. Personally, if it's a, if it's a Shyamalan movie that people actually like, I don't think Netflix can afford to just start pulling anything anymore if, it's, <laughs> if they've already paid for it. Uh, M. Night Shyamalan's Split may have given a new lease on life in the eyes of the public, but it is, uh, it's given him a new lease on life. Uh, but it has sparked controversy online, leading to a petition to have it removed from Netflix. Again, me and Mary would like to point out, as we always do, Never in the history of change.org has a petition actually worked. The film sees James McAvoy play a person with dissociative identity disorder with 24 different personalities of various levels of maturity, strength, and demeanor. Um, I don't have it pulled up here. Could one of you look up for me how common dissociative identity disorder is in the general public? I would like to know. Uh, the film oh, so it says revealed to be a secret unbreakable sequel by the way if you guys have not seen unbreakable I highly recommend you go see it uh, McAvoy was lauded for his performance however four years after the movie was released uh, and it became available what's up um, the disorder affects between 0.01 and 1% of the population so on the rise though because I will say like other than uh, autism I think this is like one of the trendiest new mental illnesses that you should like claim to have on the internet okay uh did you ever have you ever seen those people that uh, they talk about how they're they're self-diagnosed the, they, yeah they, they, yeah, they believe that they believe that diagnosis from a do they believe diagnosis from a doctor is uh, a form of bigotry like so they're, they're self-diagnosed well it's obviously really difficult to get diagnosed with this disorder because so few people have well, it. that wasn't really if to you autism. feel like you want to have it dude the crazy girl meta on instagram and tiktok has evolved and there there's like this new meta where it's like multiple personality disorder people. Yeah, yeah it's a trend. It is. Okay, yeah, but, yeah. But I, I want to point this out. I just stay on topic. What was that percentage again? Uh, is it like point zero? Uh, zero point zero one and one percent of the population. So you have to take first of all you have to be good enough at writing a screenplay that's good that's going to be made into a hollywood movie that will have hundreds of millions of dollars spent on it and then you to find the director and the writer for or i'm sorry no, i don't know if they care about the director but to write that movie you then have to take somebody who has that condition which is point what point zero zero what so it's point, less point zero, point zero one. one so literally almost negative populace it's a very rare condition, and now you have to expect that whoever wrote a uh, award-winning, or not award-winning, but a very popular movie script to actually have that condition. You do not need to know exactly what something is through personal experience to write about thing it. Is, That's like, literally what having an imagination have, is for. You don't have the option to make a movie like this because he's doing things to harm others, and you can't portray anyone with a mental illness in a negative light anymore. Yes. Uh, Except Kanye. Well, yeah, I guess if it's a real person that you actually want to like psychologically victimize, then sure. So it says the petition comes from a good place, and there's definitely a place for serious discussion over depiction of mental illness in pop culture. Dis uh, whenever they say discussion, know that what they mean is compliance. They don't want to discuss it. Right, they don't a want small to hear group of people talking at the rest they, of us is discussion to them. They don't want to have a discussion. They don't want to hear your point of view. They want you to bend the knee to whatever they say is applicable on that day. And what that is will change given the day of the week. Mm -hmm. So don't 
be fooled when they say that they want to have a discussion because they do not. They do not want to have a discussion at all. Disney's uh, Disney Plus's Mood Night series has tackled dissociative identity disorder, but hasn't copped criticism like Split has. That's because that's a Disney property and these companies know where their bread is buttered. Uh, the petition is aimed at Netflix Inc., who currently airs Split on the streaming platform in select countries, given readily available access to the heavily dehumanizing, dehumanizing stigma that this movie creates. It is not saying that everyone who has this condition is violent. It is saying that in the context of a theatrically released movie telling a fantastical story, this person who happens to have that condition just happens to also be violent. It is not painting all people in that brush. It is painting this person in that brush. And the intellectual dishonesty that these types of petitions bring up piss me off. They really do. Uh, it says the petition is not for from one person or a single collective of people, but from the dissociative identity disorder community at large and anyone who considers community. themselves <laughs> consider themselves to be an advocate to those with mental illness. There is nothing wrong with mental health and mental illness advocacy, but you cannot just stop people from creating art because it's offensive to your sensibilities. Apparently I'm sorry. You can, uh, you can try. Yeah. Uh, Another and, thing is uh, there is no such thing as a insert mental illness community like you don't share a community based uh, on i mean i don't know about that i mean, I mean it's called reddit so <laughs> well yeah. you know what if when they you put it like that if you are if you engage with people who have a similar condition i don't think that's fair to say it's not a community i i think that it's if they consider that to be what it is to them that's fine my problem here is they say they say we need to decide where to draw the line on entertainment media and vastly underrepresented minority groups that struggle to be seen in the first place uh is a good is a good place and struggle to be seen in the first place is a good place to start the dissociative identity disorder community and its allies asked netflix to either remove the title from its service or add a disclaimer that the film is not res representative of did as a whole it is your job as an adult to understand that art created does not represent everyone as a whole nobody in the real world believes that i'm sorry you're being intellectually dishonest and you're doing a weird form of cry bullying where you use your condition unfortunately to try and uh make change in a way and then that way we can't criticize well, you back because it's a cut here's like the framing that they're coming from it's that all the media we consume contributes to certain biases we have and one of those biases they they are saying is stigmatizing people with mental health conditions yes would this contribute to that bias the average the average person does not see it that way. The average person goes into a movie like this and wants to be entertained. They're point zero less than one percent of the population. They're never going to come. They're likely not going to come across many people in their life who have this condition. I'm sorry. You know this what I haven't heard an uproar about? I'm not curious. Uh, Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> like, haven't heard anyone criticize. Give uh, it a start a petition about that one. I'm just like, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful to anybody who has this condition. I'm saying that people who want to bully people into having something removed from the public consciousness are doing it uh, from a place that is unfair to the artist, to the creator, to the people who put time, money, and effort into making this movie. And I think that it's unfair to the rest of the world that your that your fear of being labeled uh, prevent good art from being made and disseminated to the public. It's not fair. I think there's no like bigger act of respect than making whatever subcategory you you have a villain. 
there's no bigger act of respect because what it's doing is it's creating a foil like mm -hmm. so this is a member of this community this is a foil member of this community so that's representation whether you want it or not they it's the infantilization of our society that you can only portray certain things in a good light because they think that the rest like, of the world are we is gonna watch a movie stupid? about somebody with did uh handing out flowers to <laughs> to people and like it's not interesting walking on rainbows and making pancakes it's not interesting nobody wants to see it. a movie also, that people are gonna pay to see no the show is only as good as his villain or its anti-hero yep mm -hmm. like the villains and the anti-hero like move the story forward mm -hmm. like they are a central point of the story so the fact that you're you're being the represented potentially not in your eyes under like a positive light but you know as like the driving force behind a narrative is incredibly empowering and i don't know it's 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 all really like perspective and by the way they do say here that netflix did remove it from the sure. library because wow. netflix fantastic just, but it says they don't know for sure whether it was because of the petition or not so we can't yet add to that change.org successful did they petition remove list. it recently or it just says uh, it just ago. says they they're saying that they don't know if it if it played a factor huh. uh, you can't this, divide by zero no you can't uh and but this funny thing is is this came out like there was similar petitions that came out when the movie first got released in theaters so this is not new uh i don't think that it's fair to have this discussion and pretend and tell people that they can't make art because it doesn't represent you the way you want to be represented that's not how the world works that's my that's my two cents on it i'm not trying to be offensive to anyone I, I just think that you're harming art you're harming uh future storytelling by putting people in boxes and not letting people tell stories because they they either don't represent it the way you want or because they themselves don't also have the condition would this have been okay if whoever wrote it also had did or would they say they have DID and they misrepresented the community. Yeah. So it's like, where, where does it stop? It doesn't stop. It's more so about, it, it means it's not even about like the product that came from it. It's about the intentions that they're like superimposing onto like the people who wrote it. Th yeah, they're, they're assuming every intention behind yeah. it. And it's not really about the end product. It's weaponized. It's weapons grade projection. That's what I call it. It's they're projecting <laughs> their own views onto what the writer had in mind without actually knowing what they wanted from the project. Mm -hmm. Yep. So Dane, that is, uh, is, is this, did you ever see, did you see split? No. You see, uh, I recommend you go back and watch unbreakable and split. I thought split unbreakable, was all I think right. I've seen. Yep. Unbre you seen Unbreakable? I think yeah. so. Unbreakable was a fantastic movie. So, yes, uh, I, that was the last. I saved that topic to last because I, I didn't actually go as get as mad as I thought I would get, but I was very angry when I first read that because I'm like, you just can't make art anymore. You're not allowed to make art anymore for fear that it could offend somebody somewhere and their allies somebody somewhere, and that's not freedom of expression it's you not. can as long as you're brave enough to stand up to these people okay i'm saying the only they way. never are, yeah. are but they? you will be received with a type of encouragement that will awestruck you if you do i'm telling mm -hmm. you like people are fed up and they're drawn to people who have the the guts to stand up for their art for and their real? projects for, and make what they want without uh in you know in um in defiance of what the public uh, you know the general public's uh, idea of what is politically correct regarding that topic you know what no one's ever said i want to hang out with one of these retroactively offended losers <laughs> never. no one's ever said that it's never happened 
No, that's all I got. People have wanted their approval, though. Yeah, I don't know why. One of the things that I have a problem with is this desperate need for the approval of people. Like, I try to be charitable when I when I talk about these things. I always say, like, look, I'm not trying to offend anyone. I don't want to upset anyone. I'm just sharing what my views are. But there's this desperate need for the approval of people that clearly don't like you. Or, you know, or likely disagree with you so heavily that they, you know, you may disagree with them, but be okay with them having their opinions. But a lot of times these people have people they know disagree with them and want them to be quiet. And they desperately seek that group's approval for no reason. Makes no sense. So. It's the pathology of our time. It's, uh, I think that's part of what happens when you turn into a society of constantly being offended, you know, society that's constantly offended. So. They're not even offended. It's a performance. It's a, it's a, it's a way to wield power and control. So, I don't know. Dane, thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you for having thank me. Thank you. Uh, uh, next Monday? I was going to ask you to come on yesterday, but I, I couldn't actually get you to come on yesterday. But next Monday, sure. Next Monday, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mary, tell them where they can find you on social media. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at CloserKitty. And whenever I post articles on the TimCast website, I promote them there. Do you have anything new coming out? I hope so. I've been still doing this thing where I start writing and then I end up hating it and I delete it. Yeah, mm. <laughs> I hate that feeling. Uh, I do that sometimes like when I'm writing story. Like, I, I wrote a couple of things recently, like long story posts that were like very, like, very articulate. But then like I get three fourths of the way down. And I'm like, I lost my point. I lost my, you know, the yeah. string of uh, where the focus went. And I'm like, eh, and I just yeah. toss it. So also we're clearly yeah. like losing our sanity here. Almost bit. didn't have faith that this episode would would make it through, <laughs> but we did it. I'm proud of us. We we got through it. It's it's one of those days. There's just a lot of topics that are uh, hard to get through. I mean, I'm stuck here forever now, so. <laughs> All right, guys, you can find me on Instagram at Brett Dasovic. And for the show, please go to the YouTube channel and like the videos, leave comments on the videos, subscribe there. It means the world to us. Uh, And then in the description box for any of those uh, on those playlists is a link to the Spotify playlist, which has the entire podcast start to finish. Uh, We're on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, and on Pandora. Uh, That's where you listen to it on the way to work. And you then listen to the segments when you're at work, secretly on your computer or your phone. That way you can see the video version of it. Uh, We're on social media. We're on Twitter at popculture underscore show. We are on Facebook and TikTok at popculturecrisis. And we are on Instagram now at popculturecrisispod. It will make Dane very happy if you follow us on all of those. We will be back with another episode tomorrow. We'll see you then, guys. Bye. Bye.